Okay, I was asked to speak about the Isra of Bal Teshaktu. So uh, let's discuss briefly. First of all, there are two places in the Torah where the Torah tells us an Isra of Teshaktu, of being Meshaket, of be- doing something disgusting. One is in Vayikra Perikidal of Pasuk Mem Gimel, Al Teshaktu Snafshosechem Bechol Sheretz Hashoretz, that we're not supposed to make ourselves disgusting through eating Shratzim, rodents, and things like that. And Vayikra Perachav, Pasuk Chavei, Velosishaktu Snafshosechem Bivehemo Baof, Bechol Asher Tirmos Ala Adama, Asher Evdalti Lacham Latamei. That eating Nevelos and things of that nature is also a violation of Baltashaktu. Now the Gemara applies the Isra of Baltashaktu to other things beyond eating Shratzim and eating Nevelos. The Gemara Mesacha Shabbos, Dafsad Yam Beis, says eating a dug tahar that's chai, a live kosher fish is not Aver Menachai, but is Baltashaktu. The Gemara Makos Tazayim Beis, drinking from a Klisha Makizan Bodan. If you have a cup that they use for bloodletting, that they bloodlet into that cup, to use that same cup to drink a glass of water is going to be a violation of Baltashaktu. And then most famously, and the topic that you really wanted me to speak about, is that same Gemara Mesachs Makos Tazayim says, Hamash HaNekavav. If someone needs to go to the bathroom and they hold it in, that is a violation of we showed him happened to add many other examples. The Ramam Machal Sasurus Parakidzai and Allah Chavtas says eating anything disgusting, like if vomit was mixed into something or something like that, is Baltashaksu. The Radvaz writes in the Chuvachel Basin and Tavshan Lamatas, drinking human urine or animal urine is also Baltashaksu. You can use your imagination. Right? Things that are disgusting are Baltashaksu. What's the definition of disgusting? What people think are disgusting. That's usually what we consider disgusting. So that would be a violation of uh, Baltashaksu. In fact, the Chinuch in Tafayin Bey says, eating things that are Nifsal Meachilas Adam, while not a Kashrus problem, because once it's Nifsal Meachilas Adam, it's, considered, it's not considered to be food, right? So it's not a Kashrus problem, but it is Baltashaksu. So anyway, what? Something that's not edible for human consumption, right? So it's it, let's say um, uh, you eat shampoo, right? So that's uh, that's nifsal meachilas adam, nifsal meachilas kelav. Also, that's even a lower set for chamis and pesach. If it's nifsal meachilas adam, it's still lesser. But by normal, by kashrus, right? Nifsal meachilas adam is all you need to make it kosher. There is a concept of achshavei. We're, we're not going to get into that now. But bottom line is there the, that the gemara mesechus makos of tezayin. Uh, extends Baltashaksu to Mashhen Kavav, and there are many, many other examples of Baltashaksu that are not explicit in the Torah. The question is all these examples of Baltashaksu that are not explicit in the Torah, are they Baltashaksu Midoraisa, or is it only an Isra Midrabanan? So the Taz in Yoradeus in Kufta Zayin says that they're all Doraisa. Anything that's disgusting is Baltashaksu Midoraisa. It's just that you don't get Malkus on it because it's a Lav Shabachlalos. But generally, it's all Doraisa. The Ritva Mesechus Makos, and that sugya right there in Makos on Dafta Zayin, says that no, these are all only in Asmachta Bialma. That we just happen to have to come up with some, it's all Midrabanan, holding yourself in is also Midrabanan. We just have to attach it to some Pasuk, so we attach it to, to Baltashaksu. Well, the, the, but the real Baltashaksu is only in eating Shratim and Avelis and things like that. In fact, even a step further, the Ra'ah in Bedek Abayis goes to the other extreme. He says, even eating shratzim are not always baltashaksim in He says, eating shratzim are only baltashaksim in if they taste good. 
if they don't taste good, so it's not called achila. So it wouldn't be it wouldn't be baltashaksu. Okay, but that's uh, an extreme sheet of the Ra and Beta Kabais at the end of Sharalif. But Pashta says you have a very simple machlokas, is it Baltashaksu Midaraisa or only Midirabanan when one does all these other forms of Baltashaksu, such as holding oneself in or something like that. So in terms of the gedra of the Isr, the Shulkanarka Rav in Madura Tinyana Simon Gimel Sifiralif writes that Baltashaksu does not mean any time you theoretically could go to the bathroom and you don't, that it's a violation of Baltashaksu. Baltashaksu means that you have to go so badly that you can't think about anything else. That nothing else is working in terms of just thinking, making your mind go and focus on anything other than the fact that you have to go to the bathroom. That's when you've hit the point of Baltashaksu. In fact, the Eshel Avram Mibachat, Rav Avram Davin Mibachat, writes that depending it all depends on Das Habrios and what's considered <laughs> what's considered disgusting and what isn't considered disgusting and he says it's not normal to just stop a conversation or stop something that you're in the middle of doing because you've gotten to the point where if you tried you'd be able to go to the bathroom. No, you stop and you run when you really have to go. But when you don't really have to go that badly so he says he doesn't think that that's a problem of Baltashaksu. But once you do get to a point where one does have to go to the bathroom, then we have to be careful that we actually do go to the bathroom. The, the Benishchai writes in Parshat Vayetzei, Os Aleph, he writes that it's Monea Mimenu Bezet Taras HaMachshava, that if a person holds it in too much, that, 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 that distracts him from purity of thought, and is gonna be, he's going to be unable to learn Torah with the proper purity if he does this too often. The Mishnah Brura in Simon Gimel, Sukkot Laman Aleph, says that, wait a second, if Baltashaks is only Nisidrabanan to hold yourself in, right, it's only Nisidrabanan, so what do we know? That whenever you have an issue of Kavara Brios, Kavara Brios is Docha Losa Torah, which the Gemara in Mesach Brachas means, says means, that Kavara Brios knocks off any Drabanan. So whenever there's an issue of Kavara Brios, you're allowed to violate Baltashaksu. So, for instance, if it's very embarrassing to have to run out to go to the bathroom, let's say you're in the middle of giving a drasha, you're in the middle of giving a big speech, so you feel that you really have to go, so you have to run in the middle and, and embarrass you, everyone's going to say, oh, where do you go? Oh, you have to go to the bathroom? That's embarrassing. So you don't have to, you're in the middle of uh, being a shliach tzibur, and to have to run out is going to be embarrassing. So in such cases, cover the brios is docha, the baltashak. So I want to suggest perhaps the same would apply this happens a lot of times. You're, you, you find yourself somewhere where the bathrooms are just disgusting. The bathrooms are, you could go, theoretically, but the, the bathrooms are mamish disgusting. So I'd say it's a pagam in your covered abrio. It's not in the sense that everyone else is going to see. It's exactly, you're going to feel like you're not a human being going to such bathrooms. So we're mufunaki, most of us, and uh, I think that that would be a valid hetter for Baltashaksu. Uh, the postkum also applied to Eliezer's tshuva and other tshuvas so also point out that since it's only Drabanan, since we pass it's only Drabanan, it will be mutter for Rafua also, even if Sanachol Hashish Posakana. Eliezer, you know, quotes other postkum that talk about, let's say if someone has diarrhea and they, they used to they used to hold that the best way to cure it was by holding yourself in as long as you can and that way allowing it to harden or whatever so he held that that was okay but you're allowed to do that if it's going to if it's going to be uh, if it's going to help um, now Shulchan Aruch and Simon Sadi Beis goes into great details uh, into great detail about davening and at what point in davening you stop to run out to go to the bathroom when you don't you should just realize that all of those details are when you hit the point of Baltashaksu meaning typically if a person goes if a person is healthy and they go to the bathroom before davening. 
there's no reason why at any point during davening they should hit Baltashaksu. Now, if you have some sort of stomach issue, so then okay, in Khanami it could happen. But typically speaking, if you're, you're having to go, being able to go to the bathroom and having to go to the bathroom are different things, they're different levels. So we should uh, be cognizant of that. There is a discussion that Bir Alacha has about doing mitzvos when you have to go to the bathroom. Bir Alacha, that Rav Nevensal quoted, Rav Chizkiah quoted when he was here, right? He spoke about the idea of doing mitzvos in a makom matuna, in a makom that's not naki, or in a, with a guf sheino naki, right? So it would seem Bir Alacha does mention in, as, as a passing line, he says, Lomatzinu, that there's any such issue to do mitzvos with a guf sheino naki, l'chora, Huadin and Kavachomer that Lomatzinu that it's also to do mitzvahs when a person has to go to the bathroom. And most you have by Dvarim Shabbatusha, davening, say learning Torah, things like that. But to, to just do mitzvahs, Lechara, there's no such there's no such isr beyond the general isr of Baltashaksu of uh, of, of uh, just not hold, holding it for too long. Um, the Piskei Chuvos in his discussion of this points out that you have to understand that the, the, the ideas of Chazal on this issue are very different than our own because things have changed in a couple of important ways. First of all, they used to eat in a very clear, very um, uh, regimented way. They would have meals at set times, they would eat the same types of foods pretty much every day. It's not like nowadays where one day, you know, you're eating on the run and the next day you have a snack here and, you know, and things, and, and it used to be they would have a schedule, they, they, they would be much more regular in terms of when they went to the bathroom. They know exactly when they had to go and they were therefore much more attuned to when they can and cannot hold it in for, uh, for, for 72 minutes. Right, they would know that oh, this this is bad enough that there's no way I'd be able to hold it for 72 minutes. And the the other important chilik is, and this is another reason why they were more attuned to it, is because they didn't have bathrooms available to them. The bathrooms were outside of the town. There was a big schlep to go to the bathroom, so they would make two trips a day, once in the morning, once at night, and that's when they would use the bathroom. So they had to know. They really had to know. Will, will I be able to last 72 minutes? Because it's going to take me 72 minutes to get to the bathroom. Right, so they, they were much more attuned to that. We're not so, um, you know, we're not so in touch with our own bodies and knowing when we can, can't, how long we can it. We just know, and we have to go. It's available, so we just go. So for the most part, he quotes a, a whole bunch of poskim. Bir Allah and Sumasadi Bey says, if you're misupak at all, we could be makal that you don't stop in the middle of davening. And that a lot of times, um, he points out, a lot of times Yeshiva Brachim use it as like an excuse um, as a, it's a yetzer hara, really. That you know, I have to make sure that I'm absolutely gufnaki and that there's nothing. And they end up missing tefillah b'tzibur on, on account of it, and they end up missing a lot of, you know, you go to the bathroom when you need to go to the bathroom, but you don't, you don't, you shouldn't miss tefillah b'tzibur. You go to the bathroom before you before you start davening. There's no reason you should have to go again during davening if you went before you start davening. In general, the issue of baltashaksu is very hard to come by. It would have to be where you really mamish can't can't get your mind on something else off of it and there's no covenant of real issue so that's the only time that I would ever say it really, uh, it really would apply so typically speaking it's, it's fairly avoidable unless a person has a, has a real stomach problem yeah so